Buenos días from VA. This is a Rorschach Venezuela update from the 16th of March 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Monday the 13th, Nolan, a US-sanctioned oil tanker owned by Nigeria-based Tomorrow's Global Ventures Limited, accused of being part of an international oil smuggling network to finance terrorist activities, was seen in Venezuela. According to Reuters media outlet, Nolan loaded tons of hydrocarbons from Venezuela to Cuba under a Panamanian flag. The ship loaded 400,000 barrels of fuel and 1.13 million barrels of oil in the port of José in the Anzuategui state. Speaking of fossil fuels, on Wednesday the 15th, Stuart Young, Minister of Energy and Industry of Trinidad and Tobago, announced that his country had signed a confidential contract with the state-owned Petróleo de Venezuela, better known as PDVSA. Trinidad and Tobago will be able to operate in Venezuelan territory to continue with the project of the Dragon Natural Gas Pipeline, which would run offshore between Venezuela and Trinidad and Tobago, intended to send Venezuelan gas to Trinidadian territory. The project was paralyzed for 10 years due to the sanctions imposed by the U.S. government against Venezuela. However, in January, the U.S. Treasury Department authorized the Trinidadian authorities to operate in Venezuela. Staying in the Caribbean, on Wednesday the 15th, the Embassy of the Netherlands announced that Venezuelans wishing to enter the islands of Aruba, Bonaire and Curaçao require a visa. On Twitter, the embassy said that this visa allows a maximum stay of 90 days and mentioned that some nationalities will not need the document to enter the islands. Additionally, the embassy said that the passport must have at least two black pages and be valid for three months at the end of the trip. On the other side of the world, this Wednesday the 15th, Chinese President Xi Jinping and Maduro met at the Road to Modernization, a high-level meeting in Beijing where the Communist Party of China dialogues with political parties from around the world. At the meeting, both presidents agreed on the need to reform current global governance systems. Maduro described the meeting as an initiative that calls for international dialogue based on the concrete experiences of political parties. Who's lying? On Thursday the 9th, on Twitter, the opposition party Primero Justicia said that the former vice president of the United Socialist Party of Venezuela Yodalo Cabello is a liar. The accusations emerged a day after Cabello said that opposition party personalities had asked the Maduro regime to disqualify the presidential candidate Maria Corina Machado from this year's opposition elections. On that note about the opposition, on Thursday the 9th, Jesus Maria Casal, president of the National Commission for Primaries, assured that some opposition candidates would consider using the National Electoral Council, better known as CNE, for technical assistance in the 2023 opposition elections. However, Casal highlighted that if the CNE assists the election process, it will be carried out without fingerprinting to avoid possible fraud. 
Opposition elections are scheduled for the 22nd of October 2023. Another who spoke about elections last week was Maduro. On Saturday the 11th, on the television show La Pizarra, Maduro said he doesn't care if the United States and the European Union recognize or not the president elections scheduled for 2024. The statements come after the United States and the European Union called for an earlier election and ordered the implementation of the EU Electoral Observation Mission recommendations for the upcoming presidential elections in Venezuela. Happy, not so happy, National Doctors' Day. On Friday the 10th, the Venezuelan Medical Federation reported that 42,000 doctors have left the country since 2013. In a press conference, Douglas Leon Natera, president of the Federation, said that this is due to low wages and the government's persecution of health sector workers, which caused the massive migration of doctors of all specialties. Nadera also spoke about the deterioration of hospitals throughout the country, assuring that the water and electricity service constantly fails, as well as the provision of medicines, surgical equipment, stretchers and elevator maintenance. Not only have hospitals been in decline, but also vaccination coverage. On Thursday the 9th, Manuel Maurera, the president of the Bolivar Public Health Institute, reported three cases of diphtheria in Bolivar State, specifically in the Sifontes municipality. However, Maurera did not report the date the cases were detected or how these people became infected. Moving on, on Saturday the 11th, Vladimir Villegas announced the closure of his television program Par de Calvos with the journalist Pedro Carvajalino, which was broadcast by the Chavista website Venezuela News. According to Villegas, the program was cancelled due to alleged, quote, pressure, unquote, from the Maduro regime. He said that the ruling party does not like it when Carvajalino shares spaces with the Venezuelan opposition. Another TV host who made headlines this week was Leonardo Villalobos. On Thursday the 9th, Leonardo Villalobos, a Venezuelan TV host, informed on social media that he was drugged with Burundanga after greeting a man. The Venezuelan host said he was talking on the phone at the San Ignacio shopping center in Caracas when a man approached him to shake his hand. According to Vichalobos, the man followed him closely while he walked disoriented. Vichalobos was able to arrive at La Teletusha television show, where he was helped by his production team. To date, the man has not been detained. Crime never pays. On Saturday the 11th, the Scientific and Criminal Investigation Service Corp., better known as CICPC, arrested an official of the Bolivarian National Police for allegedly collaborating with a criminal gang in the Maracaibo state. According to Douglas Rico, General Commissioner of the CICPC, Jefferson Baez used his police uniform to use firearms and explosive devices destined for terrorist acts against merchants who refused to pay the extortions demanded by the gang leader 
quote, in Caracas, unquote. After Paez's arrest, officials seized three smoke grenades, a cell phone, and ammunition. Apparently, the CICBC has been working hard. On Monday the 13th, officers from the CICBC captured Gabriel Castillo, known as the, quote, serial adopter, unquote, in Maracaibo. According to the investigation court report, Castillo killed, quote, more than 30 dogs, unquote, after adopting them in shelters. When asked about the pets, Castillo gave excuses to the people who gave him the animals for adoption and who wanted to follow up on their care. Castillo remains in custody, however, no charges have been filed against him. In other news, on Thursday the 9th, Dr. Erickson Morales Araque, a renowned oncologist, died after being hit on the head with a shovel and wounded several times with a knife by a man suffering from mental disorders, whom he helped to escape homelessness five years ago. The murderer was identified as Narciso González, known as El Coreano, who was captured by CICBC officials and admitted to having committed the murder. On a lighter note, on Saturday the 11th, the Administrative Service for Identification and Migration, better known as SAIME, informed the suspension of its services in Caracas from the 13th to the 17th of March. SAIME explained that other offices in the country will remain open except for its headquarters in Caracas. On its website, the agency said that the temporary suspension of the portal is for, quote, technological adaptations, unquote, to improve the platform. In sports, on Thursday the 9th, Venezuela won the second preparatory game to the World Baseball Classic. Baseball player José Altuve became the star of the night after scoring two home runs, achieving a 6-4 victory for Venezuela against the New York Mets in their second game before their debut in the World Classic. Venezuela celebrates Francophony Month. From the 11th to the 31st of March, the French Embassy scheduled a series of cultural activities in Caracas and other cities of the country. Enjoy the Francophone Film Festival, theater plays, circus shows, poetry contests, karaoke and concerts. In the 19th edition of the Francophone Film Festival, nine films will be screened. Una Buena Madre, Bajo los Cielos del Líbano, Noemi Dice Que Sí, Supremos, Frágil, Taimur, Shafika, among others. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach underscore Ven or Mastodon at Venezuela at Rorschach.social. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.